welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Whoa! To the Goat Channel! Monday. Monday, fun day. So, pretty long weekend. Uh, I built a fence, did some weed eating, uh, helped fix the water leak. Um, that's about it, I guess. But, you know, it took, took time to do all that stuff. So, I did that, and then I got in. I got in a Prestine auction uh, box again. Another unboxing, basically. I'm definitely going to go up on YouTube probably today. More than likely today. Uh, so, yeah. And now the work begins, though, on it. So, you know, it. Uh, we got it. We opened it, which is the fun part. Opening it on camera, just opening it in general, seeing all the cool stuff we picked up. Um, it's been about two weeks, though. Um, so if I don't buy another one this week, which I gotta wait till I sell some, if I don't buy another one this week, it'll be three weeks. It'll be like over a month since I've ordered, um, which doesn't help what I'm trying to do and accomplish. But, like I said, this is more of just fun, a side hustle, uh, something to do. I'm not necessarily like, you know, I do want to make some money off of it because, you know, that that's what you do. Um, and it's cool because I do buy myself stuff along the way. Uh, I bought some cool things. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, just in the last three weeks since I've been, or three orders since I've been doing this, um, I have come uh, up with some some cool stuff. Let's see what I've kept myself. Uh, in the recent order, I got a Barry Bond swatch. Um, it's not like with part of a card. It's just a swatch of a game used jersey. So that, that that's pretty neat. I've got Emmett Smith. Um, it was actually a art print signed by the artist and numbered. Uh, I'm always like that, no matter if it's sports or what. But Emmett Smith, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are my favorite team. And then on top of that, the uh, the triplets there. I think that's what they called them. Uh, Aitman, Irvin, and Emmett. Uh, were my favorite players, so that uh, so I got I picked that up, and then probably a Mark Brunel jersey. Um, it depends on how much I can make from this lot, so we'll just see. Um, it's it was a 22 piece lot, ended up being about a 19 piece lot that I'm trying to you know try to sell. So that's kind of what we're looking at, what we're working with. Um, nobody's bit yet I've put them on our fa the Facebook pages and stuff because that, that's where I start my sales and then I branch out um, I even have Macari and I've got eBay now so you know I kind of branch out and sell on that but it, text message from Lion. it's definitely fun though I enjoy it it's something you know it's something fun to do 
and it's cool to open them. Uh, I guess the hard part selling. Uh, honestly, that's that's probably the hard part is just selling them. Uh, but yeah, we we just tried. And, um, I mean, we get to open them, put our hands on them. Some cool memorabilia. And the Mark Bergelner jersey is a cool Jaguars color. Uh, most of them are custom, or all of them are probably custom. But the I got some Rick Mahords that I opened that say Philly on them at least. So that's cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, that was that was gonna that's gonna be a video on YouTube. I try to think of anything else cool I got. Um, to sell great Drew Smith autograph microphone I think little little things like that are pretty neat though um, so yeah that's that's where we're at now we just gotta flip them get them sold uh, try to make profit from them uh, I think it's possible I definitely think it's doable and we're just gonna see we'll see see what happens and go from there you know but yeah, that's, uh, hopefully it'll work out. I'll get them sold. But yeah, this weekend was the Kentucky Derby. Um, Bob Baffert, the trainer, got another win at seven wins. And the real reason why I bring the horse racing up in the Derby is because I actually, like, it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. I was, I was sitting there watching the Derby or getting ready to, and I was like, huh, I could, I should bet on this, you know, just for the fun of it. And so I went to FanDuel, clicked on that racing link, had to sign up. I, I thought I could use the same money I have in FanDuel and sign up and all that stuff. Didn't work like that. But with that said, eventually I got it up. I transferred a few dollars over from PayPal, and once I was in there, uh, I bet 20 bucks on different horses. Uh, I bet 10 on the favorite, five on another one, five on the long shot, and five on the one who <coughs> who actually won. Medina State, I think is was the name of it. Um, something like that. I picked him because of the trainer and because of the trainer's track record, and I won. Um, I cashed out five dollars. Uh, I bet to win, so I cashed out five dollars for sixty-five fifty, which is a pretty good, pretty good. I mean, after three bets, I end up winning forty-five. I guess is is how it came out. So, huh. Yeah, so that's what I did. But yeah, that's um, that was pretty fun. I I've been to a horse track. I've been to Churchill Downs one time and bet. The only time I've ever been to a horse racing or anything, and it's pretty neat in person. But it's just as cool on your phone because if you're getting to watch it, so. If you're watching it on TV like the Derby, it was awesome. But you can pull up most of the races after you bet on them on your phone and watch them. 
which is pretty cool, but I guess my only issue with it is, you know, some of these are like those carriage or whatever racing where they got those wheels on the back. I bet on some of those yesterday, it didn't go as well, um, but because I cashed out $25.50, so basically I took a $5.50 profit, put it back in PayPal, and messed around with the rest of it, and I lost almost all of it. I've only got a few dollars left. Uh, but yeah, it's those carriage ones are not as fun. I don't, I don't really enjoy those as much. Um, or whatever they are. I don't know if they're really like a carriage necessarily, but they got wheels on them. Uh, yeah, those aren't as, to me, those aren't as fun. Um, and they're not as fun to watch. I bet on many of those, uh, those are kind of confusing as hell. So, like, it's just weird. Like, it wasn't always the favorites to win on those, but they were just, they, they usually get in the line and then somebody tries to pass them and that, it's very different, I guess. I'd rather just bet on straight, you know, horse racing um, than anything else. So, that, so, you know, I did lose most of my money back, but all in all, 550 profit, can't complain. I come out ahead. I still got maybe 10 bucks. I'm going to, maybe not even that much, maybe a, five bucks or something, but I'll probably mess around bet some more, see what can happen on the horse racing. If I lose my money, you know, maybe the next big race I'll, I'll, I'll try again, but overall, I'll probably just be good with, you know, one time thing, but it was fun to do. It was something to, you know, try out, and I did win. Uh, like I said, I bet three horses, one of them did hit, so, and I, and I bet, I bet on win. That's, uh, then I was messing around with show yesterday, and I won a little bit on show here and there. Um, but then I went back to win, because I was trying to win big, basically. Bet on some long shots. Um, that looked good. Like, I, I mean, I read up on them, did my research before I bet on them. Um, they really did look good. But, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of what I did when I had a chance this weekend, bid on it a little bit. It was fun, it was fun, I, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, my sports betting, if you've kept up with, if you've listened to any of these, my sports betting is going all right, it's going pretty good. The FanDuel is going much better than the DraftKings. Uh oh. <sighs> Excuse me there. But BetMGM, I lost probably 40 bucks on and I just quit on it um, I don't know I just didn't have any luck I guess um, DraftKings I'm still up some but at one point I was up near 100 I'm not there anymore and FanDuel I've probably yeah I've, I've absolutely like tripled my money or quadrupled it so far but that's it so far on or even more than that actually but yeah, that's all, that's all, so far, I mean, obviously, the more you keep betting, you know, it is betting, but I only bet a few dollars here and there, like, probably five to ten a bet or something, I don't go crazy, 
but I do those odds boosts, and if it seems like a good odds boost and I feel confident about it, I'll take a chance on it. Uh, usually, I try to do two a day so I can go five and five, and if one hits, then I don't lose any money, and I make a few dollar profit. If both hit, then, you know, I made a solid profit. Um, you know, usually five dollars off those odds bets turns into, like, let's say 15 to 20 dollars or something on these bets so and it adds up though i mean over time it'll add up you'll make your money um so yeah that's that's kind of what we're looking at there um sports betting i do odds boost though that's what i would suggest if you're gonna if you're gonna get into sports betting <coughs> you can bet on whatever you want to whatever you're confident in um but I, I tend to like the odds boost on FanDuel. Uh, I do a few other things, prop bets. Uh, but mostly it's just the odds boost. If I, if, I find a, if I look at the odds boost and find something I'm confident, I'll bet that day. If it's something I'm not really too confident in, I'll walk away. You know, I'll walk away and close out the app and I'll bet that day. So... That's how I do it. Same thing with DraftKings. They have an odds boost too. And I do similar similar things with them. Um, just I don't hit as often with them as you can tell. Like I said, I, I was I have quite a bit less. Um, I guess FanDuel did give us $200 free. So I guess I probably just like doubled my money basically. Um but yeah, with FanDuel, even with the free money, I probably own with the free money they've gave us. I'm probably only up a couple dollars or something. So, but yeah, it's fun. I I enjoy it, um, but it's something to get into. But some people like. I guess some people bet a lot at one time, and if you hit big, you hit big, but if you don't, then you lose pretty big. But yeah, then the stocks are, stocks are doing well. I sold some stocks the other day. Um, we're basically making this money talks again, but I sold some stocks the other day. I'm trying to think of what they were now. Uh, Century Casino. They were up. So I went ahead and took them. Um, made my profit and ran. They, they were a sale, I believe, on the app on Alley. They were talking about how they're, they're a sale. So they weren't a buy. So I went ahead and, you know, got out of them. Um. Uh, I mean, I made a profit off of it. That's all you, you can do if you don't feel confident about one. Uh, I bought into Endeavor, which is the UFC um, parent company who owns UFC. They just went public. So I went into, uh, I bought into them for at least 10 or $15. Um, I, I can't remember the exact amount, but bought into them, sold out a century. So basically, I exchanged Sentry for 
endeavor. We'll see if that works out my favor. But I'm into UFC, so I thought it'd be a cool little fun stock to own, um, which is just the parent company of UFC. It's not you know, necessarily just UFC. They own a few things. so But they just went public. And it's always... I mean, DraftKings, when it first went public, I only bought like five stocks of it just to see. Um, and that is apparently when you should buy up the stocks if you're confident in the company. Because DraftKings, honestly, you knew... Because I think DraftKings went public during the pandemic. So, like, they went public when everything was low. So then, I bought five of them. Because they were public. They were low in the 20s. Um, they got as high as 60. I don't know what they're at now. But I sold out around 60. And made that profit. Obviously, they're going to tax me so many percent because of the short-term cap capital gains so I'll be taxed like 40% of that but still that's a I mean $20 to I sold out probably at 50 something $30 per for five shares of DraftKings I mean I took it and ran um, I could have held on to it but I only had five of them I figured I'd cash it out like I said I don't even know what they're at now um, but if they're at if they're at more, I'm not gonna feel bad because I still cashed out on top. So yeah, the DraftKings was a pretty good investment if you would have been able to put a ton of money into it. I mean, there's a lot of these investments out there. If you can, if you got the money to to absolutely put a ton of it in there and then cash it out, um, you can you can gain some. I mean, you can gain some money that way. And that's what people do. I'm not, I'm not talking about necessarily day trading. Day trading is more of a daily thing. Buy, sell real quick. Uh, make your profit over the day. Get a little bit of money. Uh, but you buy enough shares where it actually adds up to a lot of money. Um, so I'm not really talking about day trading. I'm talking about holding on for weeks or months or something. I, I don't hold many of mine for a year though. Um, that's the bad thing because... I, I get those short-term capital gains, and they tax you. They tax the shit out of you, really. Um, but that's the thing. You're still making a profit, no matter how much they, they come and tax you. I mean, you still will make a profit. Um, but that's, that's really the thing, is that, you know... Your profit could be. I think they only tax. You. I don't know how much they tax you if it's not if you hold it for a year. Um, but I'm thinking around 20% compared to 35 or you know something similar to that. So yeah, they tax the shit out of you if you um, you know buy and sell and flip. But it's still all profit. If it looks like a profit and it's profit, then that's all that matters to you. Um, if they take the money away from you, that's it is what it is. You still get your profit in the long run. Still more money than you put in. Um, so yeah, that's you know that's a little bit of investment talk. Um, I know Coinbase is live, and I use Coinbase for my crypto. 
I know they're alive, and I think they do pretty well on there. I think they, I, I should have bought into them, because they haven't been public too long, I don't believe. But I use Coinbase for my crypto. I've got a few crypto. My crypto is up a little bit. Um, I think I had a free $20. I put 60 in. I think I have like a total of 80 some dollars in it. Right, last time I checked, my crypto was around two something. So, not bad. Not excellent. Not terrible. Um, like I said, though, and I'll, I will repeat, if you make money, even if it's a dollar, um, that's like this flipping stuff. If I make a buck off of it, you know, after shipping and after everything, if if I, if I make a dollar profit or a dollar fifty profit, whatever, that's a dollar fifty profit I didn't have, right? That that's a dollar fifty that I can flip back into buying some more stuff. That's a dollar fifty that obviously will get taxed um, if everything sells for over a dollar fifty. But if some stuff don't sell or if some stuff don't sell over this amount. Um, Yeah, that so if some stuff don't sell But yeah, so that's a dollar fifty. Um and then if some stuff don't sell you have to subtract that. But but it all comes together, you know, it all works out. Um as long as you're not holding on to something at the end of the day and you sell something you have for less profit than you bought it for right and you sell something else for more profit as long as you're selling for more profit than you're losing um, you're still coming out ahead so you know some stuff may not sell for what you bought it you may thought it was going to sell you thought you could sell it um, especially if you want quick returns that's what I'm trying to do I, I could probably slow play a lot of stuff uh, drop the price, keep dropping the price, but once I start doing that, though, it's not going to work out nearly as well. You know, it'll take longer before I have the profits to rebuy. Um, so the the key is, as long as you're out selling more, so you're selling more profit in, say. Anyway, I was driving down the road as usual. Just noted, like glanced and seen something over there. That, but anyway, yeah, if you're selling more profit on the stuff than the loss you're taking on the other stuff, then you're still coming out ahead. So that's that's the key, though. The key is to sell, start high, real, you know. But if you're trying to sell quick, start high. Nothing sells. Lower it, lower it, lower it. Um, the stuff you think is going to make decent money, make sure you keep it at that price. If something you were kind of iffy about when you bought it, um, lower that price a little more and more. And eventually you may lose a couple dollars, but in the end you're probably not going to lose too much money. Uh, and you, you know, you're probably not going to lose much money on it if you lose any. Once you sell your other stuff, uh, you're going to come out ahead and you're, it's going to look, still, it's going to look good. It's going to look like a profit. And then 
if you do like me, buy into it again and do the same thing over, buy into it again, do the same thing over. You know, it's all part of a basically just profiting, uh, turning money, turning money over. Uh, so yeah, you, that that that's the key to it though. Is you can't worry about a loss you necessarily take on something, but just try to minimize your loss if it's not selling well. Um, and if you're like me, I mean, you can start out with a bunch of money and make a bunch of money. Um, but if you're like me and you want to slow play it, and, and that's basically what I did. I started out with like a $100, uh, maybe 150 something like that. I started out with like you know, 200 something, and then I went to 500 this past time, uh, and I haven't sold anything yet, which is highly unfortunate, um, but I just got it in this weekend, I'll keep, you know, pushing it out there on Facebook, I'll promote it, I'll bump it up, I'll drop the prices, because right now, and roughly how I work, is, you know, let's say it's a sports jersey, for example. And say it's a pretty big name. If it's not a decent name, I'll put 50 on it right away. A decent name, 60, 70. Um, somebody that's really good, though, I'll start at about 90-ish. You know, I'll, I'll, start at, I'll start at fairly well, um, fairly high. And then, you know, I'll work my way down with price drops. I'll try to also sell as a lot. I, I did sell one thing as a lot that worked out well. Um, the best thing about selling is a lot. You only pay that one-time shipping fee. You ship it all out together. You make all the profit off of it. Um, you know, that's the best thing about it is just it's easy to ship it out. You don't have to worry about shipping multiple times. It's you don't have to worry about the $8 shipping cost for one piece. Um, you really just... That's the thing. Um, and that's the best thing. Is the shipping costs. And, you, you know, it's just easier, simpler, quicker. All that good stuff. So, that's what I prefer to do. But... It's also fun just trying to get your product out there. Get your product out, get it sold. You know, get people interested in it. And then that's how you can flip it, make money off of it, and everything else. But yeah, that's, uh, but that's just my philosophy. Everybody has different philosophies on how they do their businesses. And, but this is just so much fun for me. YouTube, though, is another thing that's so much fun for me. And YouTube's kind of aggravating, though, because I feel like I put good content out. Um, now, maybe I need more personality in my YouTube videos. But I feel like I put pretty good content out there. It just feels like it takes a long time for people to get interested and, you know, to get a lot of views and just, it's hard. It's hard to get people, basically. But, 
you know, we're going to get there. It's going to happen. So, this is the GOAT channel. Till next time, we out. This investing, talking about money. Thank you for tuning in to the GOAT channel podcast. If you like any of this material or any other material, go to check out the YouTube and all my links. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, GOAT out. Welcome back. We're on to the GOAT quote of the day. And for the GOAT quote of the day for August 10th, cover the earth before it covers you. And this goes along with the travel. uh, And basically just do stuff go see the world make sure you see earth make sure you enjoy earth make sure you understand and see the beauty of it and enjoy you know your surroundings and nature and just everything just see it and see as much as you can i know some of us are obviously budget we don't have a lot of money we you know some of us don't get to travel a lot of jobs and um you know all that stuff and I, I, I completely understand that. That's me. I don't travel nearly as much as I would love to. And, but you can still go out and like go for hikes. Even go for hikes. Um, so just, you know, just enjoy this earth while you're on it. And get the most out of your life. And so one more time for the goat quote of the day. And then we'll go to another break is cover the earth before it covers you. And we'll be back in just a minute.